Hey, I want to do a little quick intro to this episode. Uh, it's been quite a while since I had talked to Guy, and I got pretty excited, and uh, I think he did as well. And I've been trying to keep these episodes fairly uh, PG-13 if I can. And uh, this one right out of the gate gets pretty um, pretty uh, loaded with language. And uh, so, you know, if you're wanting to listen uh, as you drop the kids off, you know, this one's not for the babies. So after you drop off, then you can turn it on. Uh, happy about the episode, how it turned out. Again, super excited. Uh, one quick note, I know these are coming out a little slower than some of you would like. Uh, just know that uh, it's a little busy in my in my world right now, and I'm trying to make them as quality as I can uh, without sacrificing uh, speed. So know that you know it's a labor of love, and I appreciate all of you for hanging in in there. And uh, at the end of the episode, I give some allusions to episodes that are coming. So. There are good things on the horizon for 13 episodes, and we're only on four. I know, I know, it's crazy. It's so slow. You've already watched the whole thing, but bear with me. All right, we love you. Let's get this episode started. Ladies and gents, tonight's episode is Blindside. Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. I put a call out, as I always do, and I put it out very early. And one person raised their hand and said, I want episode four. That guy, my arch nemesis, you hear him laughing, Guy English. Hey, man. I've missed you. I really have. I, it's, we just actually had a five-minute conversation, and I didn't manage to squeeze it in. But it's 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 rare these days that I get to have a little uh, little witty repartee with you. That's right. So I'm really looking forward to this. And I think I picked one. Of, it's a very strong season. Very very strong. Season. I think I picked one of the most certainly the the episode that uh, sort of lights the fire. Right? I. Yeah, it definitely starts the ruckus, and yeah. a lot of people were upset with you. Oh, <laughs> that you that you went you went out and said I want four, and I heard oh no. Well, it was an open call. That's right. You know, you came out. Know. You just said, "Bam, domino, motherfucker." Yeah, I don't know. I'm quick on the draw. I that, bullseyed that shit. Like, that, what do you want from me? That's right. What can you do? Yeah. Oh, I uh, I listened to James. Uh, I've listened to all of them, but uh, yeah, I, I felt a little bad, but because uh, we'd already figured out this time. But I'm like, I felt like maybe we should just invite James along for the ride because he seemed pretty sore that I had this episode. Yes, he was. He kept being like, "Well, the next episode is great." <laughs> like, right. Sorry, I didn't mean to screw you over. <laughs> right, and I wasn't. I don't think I was entirely ready for this. So let's go ahead and cut yeah. right to the chase. We. We can go through some of the intricacies, but let's talk about the signature hallway action that is, I mean, really, it's become kind of the daredevil calling card. 
Yes. Yeah. And this one felt a lot different in some ways than the other super action hallway scenes. Yeah. Um, I think Daredevil manages to pull it off in particular well because Matt takes a beating. Right. Right? You're the only person that I know that when I say, Matt, get up, you feel that energy. Oh, yes. Right. 100%. Okay. Like, you... you... The whole point... So, uh, this this is a weird little segue, but um, what I loved about Star Trek, the classic series back in the day, was when the ship was all fucked up. Yes. And they had no chance of winning, and Kirk would do some, like, pull something out of his ass. He was a smart guy. Smart guy. He would try to figure something out, and, and it would work out. And I, I love that. And it's that whole, like, stick to it, figure out what's going on. You're definitely outgunned. You're outmanned. Keep it going. And that, Matt Murdock has that same kind of spirit. He takes a beating in, well, this entire series up until this point. And I don't want to spoil it, but guess what? He takes a lot of beating. Um, and in particular, he fights like four guys in that room and then pretty much staggers through the whole thing the whole time. Like yeah. he's not, he's not level clearing a video game. He's, he's had a really bad fight and he's barely getting out with his life. Yeah. I, I've said this before and I don't mind repeating myself is that there are consequences to getting punched in the face and body that show up in Daredevil. Like it, you yeah. don't want to be Matt, but you are with him. And the, the this this one, it felt so much slower, but so much more impact. Um, and there was a break, a full on pause for him to talk to the Armenians, yeah. and then it kept going. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, all these people were doing a, you know, a, a shifting of, of the of the scene and the scenery. As this is going on, as this as this conversation's happening, it's all one long shot, which is the coordination required, like just the filmmaking. Exactly. It I mean, incredible. it's it's artful. Yes. Yeah, and there's times like they're swapping in uh, stunt actor for for Matt Murdock or Charlie Cox, uh, and swapping him them in and out depending on how the camera's moving. Oh, like that's what. That's why the camera didn't pan down when he fell. There's he, a few times, yeah. Oh, genius. Yeah, there's one time when uh, they're in the, um, uh, one time as they bust into the, uh, sort of the, the nurse's room, uh, Charlie Cox gets thrown behind that bench bed thing. Um, well, the actor, get, the, uh, the stunt actor gets thrown behind the bench bed thing, and we focus on the, the prisoner who's about to attack him. Uh-huh. And then he kicks him behind the bench thing, and then Charlie Cox crawls out with his face to the camera, coughs up some blood, and then takes a beat down in front of the thing. And then the camera moves up, and he gets out of the way again. Well, actually, he does a lot of lot more moving until I think he gets out into the hallway where they swap it to Mother How. The, the camera doesn't linger on him for a bit. It is, it is amazingly <clears throat> Yeah, and that the whole misdirection of... Now, as soon as you said it, I thought about that because you said the blood. He spits up a little bit, and that's the misdirection, because you're focusing right. on that, not where he came from. Right. Yeah, Ugh. he crawls out, he spits up, and he must have had it, like, 
he had to be hidden behind there from a from a previous shot. He had to be hidden behind there. He had to get the uh, the the fake blood in his mouth in order to spit it up because he can't have been having that in the whole time. Like the coordination of this is like a like a ballet. It is well, it's a very brutal ballet, but it it is remarkably well done. It is incredibly long. It's like ten minutes long. They take a nice long breather to talk to the Armenians. Um, it's just it's crazy. This. And were you ready for that twist? I certainly was not. That I was not. that the kingpin stab or it was Fisk stabbed Fisk. Yes, I was not at all. So, uh, you know, our pals do uh, the, the Speedy Arrowcast where we talk about uh, Narrow. I've heard and about often it. When, yeah, <laughs> often when we, uh, you know, when a fight scene comes up, we just say fight, fight, fight. Right. And it just whatever. It doesn't sure. matter. Like the fight happens and it's fine. Uh, you cannot say that about this fight. This fight has uh, character building, or at least communicates the character of, of Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Um, just the stubbornness and all that. Uh, you've got lawyer Matt Murdock, who sweet talks the... Uh, uh, what were they? Not Bulgarians. I forgot where they were. Uh, Armenians. Armenians. Uh, who sweet talks the Armenians into giving him information and then providing him a safe exit. Um, You've got plot revelations in, in that, like, in the middle of all of this chaos, this long, long shot scene. Um, How is it? I, this may be a plot weirdness. I don't like to go down this road very much, but sometimes I have to, I have to hold Daredevil at a higher standard. How is it that Fisk made the phone call to Matt, and obviously there was surveillance in there, but he's been under lock and key in, in the uh, penthouse. Yeah. I, I'm a little, I'm a little confused. So one thing I really admire about this, this project that you're doing is that you haven't gone and watched them all ahead. You're right. doing it as you see them. Um, I think that your faith in the writers of this season uh, will be rewarded. Thank you. I love it. And yeah. so uh, on that note, um, this is going to be um, bittersweet because obviously there's and we you've you've been listening to the show so you know that digressions are what is happening. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yes, um, it's not so much about the show. Yeah, look, the episode was terrific. We're going to get into that, but um, Daredevil has been canceled. Yeah, it, it's over. Yeah, which is a which is a shame. Um, along with all of the other Netflix Marvel shows. Correct. And obviously... I well, there's, I think there was a Jessica Jones season three, but I figure that's already well, that's too far along, and I, you've got to figure it's going to go away. Yeah, I think, I think the same thing is going to happen to old Frank Castle. I think we're going to see yeah. the, all, both of those seasons go and then be pulled. Yeah. yeah now, I think so. it sounds like I've heard word on the street that potentially it's over. Like, they may do a recasting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's. I think it's too hard to to really say. It's a little speculative. Um, yeah, it is a little speculative. Uh, yeah, did you get that from the uh, from the Slack group that we that we're in? Uh, I saw a little bit of that, and I yeah. I you know obviously there's been a little bit of clickbait, and I always am very leery of it. Um, yeah, but 
it, it would be interesting how Disney uh, goes down this path. Um, yeah. I just don't know if like some of the signature things that we're used to in each of these characters will carry. Yeah, I don't know either. And honestly, um, D'Onofrio is Wilson Fisk. Correct. You, you can't beat that. Uh, I think Charlie Cox is as close. To, he's a great, great, great Matt Mur- Murdock. Yeah. Uh, you may be able to find another Matt Murdock just because, I don't know, cast him with a little bit more humor or something or, I don't know. There could be another way to do it, you know? Yeah, but D'Onofrio is the quintessential kingpin at this point. He, he nails it. yeah. If you did another kingpin, it would have to be very different. And can I say that this grooming of Poindexter is oh. fantastic? I feel like I'm caught in this long game grooming that is amazing. And I knew that we were going to see... Uh, I, well, I had a feeling that something was 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 going on between Fisk and these other agents, and then the security camera is you know looking at him. He zooms in on him, and he looks right at the camera. Beautiful. Told me yeah. everything. Fisk is. He just exudes power. Is he the? The best criminal genius we've ever seen? I don't know. I, I don't know if we looked at that draft. In, in the MCU? Yes. Uh, definitely. But like at this level, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of another criminal genius. I can't really think of one. I mean, manipulation factor, I guess you could go with Purple Man. Um, yeah, I mean, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's, I, 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 that's superpowers. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, and he's also, he's not running a, he's just, he's a fucked up guy. Right. He's got small, hedonistic shit going on. He's a a weird guy. But Uh, he's brilliant, by the way. Like, I I honestly, he's, I know you haven't watched all of Jessica Jones season one. Um, You probably should. Nuke's in there, and I know you know that. I I have heard that. That was the, the Broken Boys told me all about that, and I, I, I'm assuming that we there is no nuke in this. I, I've I've heard enough out there that I don't think we're going to see nuke like in the in the in the series in the comic series. Uh, yeah, no nuke in this season. That's all right. The way they're yeah. dealing with Bullseye is I, I'm I'm on board all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of that like so when I say Fisk is powerful, the the way he manipulates people, the way he's sort of reeling this guy in, the way that he even from the moment when he climbs out of that car and sort of looks at him, you know that he's kind of got his number or he's at least feeling him out. Yeah. And he keeps working on it and working on it, working on it. In this episode, we say like the press is going after the failure of the FBI, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is kind of obvious. They all got shut up. That was no good. Um, but he's turning that to his benefit. He's adding fuel. Right. And let me just say this. Fisk is superpowered by love. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or what he, or his perception of love. Yes. yes. Okay. An obsession. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Is he, de- he definitely feels it as love. I don't know if it's a healthy, loving relationship or because he seems pretty consumed by it. But 
definitely he is driven by his obsession with uh, Vanessa. I feel like there are some predictions in the wind. And I'm hoping... Sometimes I can really appreciate when art mimics reality. Mm -hmm. And I have this weird feeling that we're going down a Trump-type path. Only The only reason I think that is because of when Fisk was... Well, it was the Fisk inside Matt's head in the, yeah. the white jacket. I saw that, you know, maybe in a picture somewhere. And then I saw the... Obviously, I saw that episode. But it worried me that this guy is going to run for... I guess, mayor of New York or something of that nature. We'll see. Um, yeah, keep watching. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Okay. I mean, it's not close. You're very close. Okay. There's uh, definitely shots that, you know. Shots across the bow? Well, no, like camera shots that sort of convey what you're talking about. Okay. Because I'm also thinking that somehow Vanessa is bigger than she seems. I mean, we listen, we're only at episode four for Pete's sake, but I, I had this feeling because she was no slouch in, in season one. I mean, no, she is in many ways his equal, which is yeah. why it's understandable that he loves her so much. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I, I had that feeling that she's going to, she holds a bigger role than, than just a major domo. Yeah. Yeah. She's not just a prize. Like there's there's a lot more to that character, uh, and they really are sort of power couple. Like they just like she just enables him, and it's spooky. <laughs> um, and how about Karen Page? Uh, I've started to like her this season. Um, now, so did you fall out of grace? You fell so, out of grace last year or last season? Yeah, last season was kind of wishy washy. Uh, defenders know. did not do any help to a lot of these characters no uh, i think defenders actually yeah su substantially hurt her but yes. punisher then brought her back punisher did a pretty good job with her because punisher punisher had respect for all of their characters i thought season one of punisher oh yeah for sure yeah i think i think so, they took on they took on a lot of sensitive things and handled it well yes yeah i think there's some a, I think she's has in the past been kind of wishy-washy. I think there was a little bit of, not necessarily for me, but but I've read it that uh, there was some animosity that um, Ben Ulrich was basically murdered to further Karen Page's story, when Karen Page is basically nowhere near as best as Ben. Ben. Yeah, that's I. I think I would have a hard time buying into that, but okay. I can kind of see it, but. I think they is all because you know them from the character from the comic books, or yeah, yeah. Well, like Karen is more integral to the Daredevil story than Ben, sort of. But Ben uh, is like J. Jonah Jameson level character, right? Like, yeah, kind kind of. Yeah, like, I think it's important to to because if they went comic wise, you know, Karen becomes a heroin addict, and mm -hmm. I don't know how well that plays. I you know, it doesn't it doesn't work as well. And I, and I think having, and I, everybody knows that I'm, I'm not a big fan of this word, but they have given her 
<clears throat> agency. Um, but in a, in a, in a very, a very good way and not in a pop, you know, like a, like a ham fisted kind of way. Right. But she's at the same time, she's kind of clearly going off the rails, right? Like she crosses the street to threaten those guys with a gun. Uh, she's done murder. Well, yes. Yeah. She's definitely done murder. Man, that guy had it coming. Yeah. Well, they all do. Yeah. But these kids, that was definitely rough. assholes. But yeah. I mean, that's a bit of a, like, what's, it peels back a little bit of the layer, right? Like, it shows you, like, this sort of anger or something that's, that's going on. Under. She's empowered in, she's been influenced by, especially Frank, but also Matt. Yeah. But, I mean, Frank has, has really laid a mark on her where, yeah. you know, her fear is, is almost fear and anger kind of mixed. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And Frank, not a terribly guy, mentally. No, no, not at all. So, yeah, so, but yes, I, I see your point that, like, yeah, between Matt and Frank, uh, I'm kind of surprised she's holding it together as well as she is. And poor Foggy. Yeah, he's really grown on me. I, um, this like this episode the- especially, him getting the idea um, yes. to, to go ahead and run for DA. Yes. Uh, with his girlfriend, uh, Marcy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who's great now? Like, it used to be weird, but whatever. She's supported. Like, it's, she's a tertiary character, but one that... Yeah, because they originally had her being, yeah. like, a kind of a, kind of a whore. Like, harlot type. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. She had a healthy libido. Right. And, she, uh, she was a, a professional that wanted to be signaled, but have fun. Yes. Yes, I think that was basically it. And uh, I think they dated previously, so it could have been some of her just, like, trying to make Foggy feel uncomfortable, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, this season, I, I like her. She's got her head screwed on tight. Yeah, and I'm... a pretty I'm... good job. Like, that, like, she was legitimately trying to help him. Like, well, you know, why don't you do this? And that's a great suggestion, right? Good move. Yeah, so I'm wondering how his plan is going to fare. Are they just going to go ahead and he become the DA in this write-in campaign, or his plan will actually kind of succeed in just pissing off Fisk? It's too early to tell. I can't. I don't know if I can make that bet yet. Yeah, I don't think he's supposed to be able to make that bet yet. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to go, right? It's episode four. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I watched, I knew we were going to be recording this, so I watched the first four episodes again. Like, a, like a soldier. Like, well, you know, I, I wanted to do my homework for you. Yes. Um, I was surprised, like, when I watched it the first time, I thought it took forever for Matt to get his, his ability back. Oh, it felt like it, right? Oh, man, it felt like this guy was, he was down and out. But it's kind of, the boxing match that he has with, in the church basement is in episode one. <laughs> is it really? It is. It shocked me. I'm like, man, I feel like I watched him be useless forever, you know? See, why does this show have to be so magical? You know, I don't, I don't but, know. you know, it, but I think they've learned so much from, from, from the MCU in general is that, yeah. look, you do 13 episodes— that can be way too long if you're not prepared 
And we've yeah. seen it how many times? Like you'll see that slump. And yeah, yeah. I think they've gotten it kind of, they've gotten it right. I don't know what Jessica Jones season two is like, but I'm not hoping good. that they got that sag out. Yeah. Maybe not. It's not as good. Okay. It's not as good. Apparently the second half of Iron Fist is good. Uh, I started watching, I got, I don't know, halfway through the second half and it did pick up, but I kind of didn't care. I don't know. Uh, season one of Daredevil is good. Season one of Punisher despite me not liking the character that much, is really, really good. See, and that's, and that's what I'll tell people, is like, I know you, offhand, you don't want to like him, but it's worth just sitting down and watching and just see what happens. It's not, you know, look, is it as graphic as season one of Daredevil? Uh, maybe a little bit more in Probably. some capacities. But they also have an awesome prison fight scene. Oh, I mean, (laughs) it's just a really good show. Like that is a very dangerous character to handle because it is so easy to just be like bitchy white guy with a bunch of guns. Sure, which is a horrible precedent because that happens far too often in real life. Right, it's it's like almost hard to want to. Yeah, it could be Commando. Yes, well, at least Commando's a little bit tongue in cheek. But anyway, right, but. They handled they handled it remarkably well. He had a, his his character made sense. The his mission, quote unquote, his his vigilante mission made sense, and it was military and uh, drug dealer or basically gangster target that he was going to, which I know is the, the premise of the character all the time. Sure, but there were it didn't feel as gratuitous as it could have been, and I appreciated it for it because he was clearly suffering from a lot of uh, PTSD and, and a lot of trauma. Yeah, and, and there were good B and C plot lines. And yes. like that, I think that's where these shows have figured it out, where yeah. if you take that good B story, you can even add a supplemental C. As long as they're tight, you can, you can keep moving and you can, you can beat the sag. I agree. So I do think that uh, Daredevil Season 3 is probably the best of the, uh, the MCU. On Netflix. Just straight away. Uh, could be. This season one of Daredevil, Punisher. Uh, Jessica Jones season one is really remarkably good. I know it's not. It's less of a superhero show, though. Uh, See, but, but that's okay. It, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can be. A, it's, it's like when Matt becomes. And like Tony Stark. I, I said this, I think, last time. I love it when you they take off their armors, if you will, and get down to gumshoeing. Yes. And use their brains to solve. Yeah, me too. Like I was saying about uh, Star Trek at the beginning. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and uh, first half of Luke Cage season one was amazing. Exactly. They Except they just dropped the ball. They just, well, they just sucked. They didn't have a good villain. Well, they did until they, did, uh, exactly. until they killed him. Yeah. Right. So, and oops. I can almost, it's almost like Thanos. I can kind of get behind like if you have a good villain like Fisk, I like I I care about his goals. I know what he wants to do. At least I think yeah. I do. You know, he wants to be with Vanessa, and he's going to try to figure out how he can do that. Yeah, he wants to be with Vanessa, and he wants to. Con- I think importantly, I think he wants to exert control over his city to make it a enrich him, but mm-hmm. b uh, make it a better place in a vision that he controls. Right. 
Like, a, he's... I don't think he arbitrarily wants to turn it into... Like, he doesn't want to raise it as a wasteland and take all the money. He what wants a, to build some kind of weird system where he's sitting on the top, raking in the money. So, without going too far, I'm trying to figure out what is it that Poindexter, Dex, wants. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have a life. He's kind of pretending he has a life. And I was yeah, not ready yeah. for the stalker angle. Yeah, that was a little... Uh... I, so here's the funny thing. I'm going to admit to you immediately that I, I didn't figure out it was a dead shot until after that episode ended and I thought about it a bit. I'm like, because that was so chaotic. Like the, the, the convoy gets attacked. Yeah. Uh, it is filming that attack from Fisk's point of view yes. and flipped over Kerr was brilliant. It worked. It told the story. It was claustrophobic. It was horrific. It had good pacing. It looked mm-hmm. brutal. And it was way cheaper than doing it any other way. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. It was, it, was like, it was like having a camera inside of a cardboard box and just and moving the pieces rather than trying to Michael Bay it. It was, um, it was amazing. Like, I think when stuff, bad stuff starts happening, just a couple of people just start dropping in the background. You know, like, yeah. You don't you don't need anything fancy. There's just a lot of noise. Like the the sound design was incredible. It was just so well done. And to see Dex walk in is basically a force of nature. Like he, I think he did two trick shots in it. One definitely he banks off a of light mm-hmm. post and shoots a guy in the head. Uh, and I think I really only got like who it was when he threw the cartridge into the guy's throat. Yeah. Like, oh, it's that guy. And then I had to stumble around trying to figure out his name. Mm-hmm. Because Dex threw me off, too. The, uh, I don't think that's the alter ego in the main line MCU. I think that they've done... I think that's the ultimate, right? I, that's what I've heard. And I don't know much about that. You know, it's... My relationship with comics became strained. And so yeah. I became an old man and just said... I like it like this, and I'll keep it like this. Same. And I never read any Ultimate stuff. Yeah, and, 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 and people will make claims, but whatever. Oh, and by yeah. the way, if anybody tweets at you for saying uh, Deadshot, I will... Oh, what do they say? Oh, you, you said it. So if, if they... Bullseye. You yeah. can hashtag Deadeye at GTE. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll come and get you. Here's the funny thing. Uh, Deadshot is uh, like an hour villain. He's he's on our show. Oh, is he now? That's right. He, well, he was season one. He was season two. Yeah, they took him out of rotation when um, the Suicide Squad movie came out, and Will Smith. Did him. Yeah, I I haven't been keeping up with the with the DC universe, and and I don't mind digressing yeah. to this. Uh, how do you feel uh, about having your boy in a red suit? My boy. Oh, in in the Flash coming up. Yeah, apparently. Looks, what are they doing? Some sort of stu- stupid. Yeah, but uh, whatever. It's the big crossover thing, so we'll see what happens. I think have... it'll be fun and stupid and silly, and I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah, the season's actually been pretty good. That's what I've for, heard. I've heard. Yeah, right. I've heard good things. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna catch up, but I've heard no, good no, things. No, no. Yeah, and Flash has also been better this season. Good. But I mean, that that guy left you in the dirt. <laughs> I mean, well, he had obliterated an entire podcast. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad about that. So 
Thanks, Speed Force. And we do – so the, one of the outs we gave ourselves on our show is that we spend 15 minutes talking about other stuff at the end. Oh, beautiful. And, and if our show – like if, if the episode of Arrow is really a stinker, we, we'll give it a cursory once over and then just talk about all the other stuff because there's so much super – See, I started trimming down my podcast listening, and I need to come back to you guys because I didn't care about the show. I just like yeah. listening to the conversation. <laughs> that was more it's funny we've had quite a few people tell us that like uh, i don't even watch the show anymore but keep listening right because it's your reactions to it i don't need to I, like and especially when you go through your 45 minute synopsis i already know what happened <laughs> yeah do you I, speed I, them up i basically just read the script all right good <laughs> so nothing's changed i have spe- i do speed it up no it's true they're they're i've got them under control okay good see i need to get back to it yeah you're welcome anytime um what what else is catching us on on that that has that, that has feel, felt differently or um is there anything that's hit you like in a wrong way in season 3 yeah um so far no and to be honest i don't think of anything does, really um no i like everybody from uh, Poggy and Karen used to annoy me a little bit. Yeah. But they're really gelled into their roles. I mean, sadly. You know what annoys me? No season four. That's what annoys me. Um, I love that uh, the detective that they're pals with, uh, the black guy. Yeah. And name I forget. I know. He's and awesome. We, uh, Franklin? Like we've seen him from being a beat cop all the way to this. And he's exactly. Every time. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's I, a- I love so much about it. Um, Karen's boss at the, uh, not the Bugle, whatever it's called. Yeah. New York uh, Post? No, that's a real one. <laughs> uh, what? Who cares? Whatever. Hell's Kitchen Times. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's, you know, that newsroom still kind of cracks me up in that, like, they have money for a newsroom, but whatever. Can... Sure. Yeah, we, we, yeah, you kind of have to use the old stuff. I mean, what are you going to do? Have yeah, them all yeah, on computers and, sitting in, like... and getting laid off? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just got to... A box ready to go at the door. Yeah, he's 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 working at home today. He just yeah. has his Skype up. Yeah. Anyway, um, but no, I I really think that this is one of the strongest seasons of any superhero show I've seen. Beyond. Okay. It's really good. Here's 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 the question: If they do Daredevil for I don't even know what it's called, Mouse Streaming Plus, yeah. whatever it might be. Mouse Stream Plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, will you get it? Or another question: How much would you pay for that service? So here's the thing. I guess first of all, I mean, who am I kidding? Yeah, I would uh, probably. How much would I pay for it? I think there's going to be a lot on that channel, right? Let's. So if Daredevil moves, cool. I have a feeling they're going to let that uh, let it go for a while, sadly, but I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there'll be a bunch of Star Wars content, like uh, The Mandalorian and all that, which I am eager to watch. Is that coming out on streaming, or is that regular TV? I believe that's on a streaming. Crap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, the, this is the move, right? They're building a Death Star. They're, the reason all of the Imperial ships are jumping out of the sector is that they are going to go construct a giant frigate Death Star. 
But see, I don't want to pay $99 a month, let's just say. It's it's Disney. There's a premium attached because they're going to put all the old cartoons up that no one cares about, but they all think they do. So that's that everything that they put in the vault is going to come up on streaming, but it's going to be in a rotational basis. You're not going to be able to see it at any time in the year. Right. Well, they could do what HBO does, which is uh, they have that HBO Go app, whatever. You can, you can pay for a subscription and watch it digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after they've finished their live run, like six months after, maybe even a year after, they will release it on iTunes. But the buzz and the, like the fear of missing out drives you to watch it on streaming. But it will be available. My favorite example of that is, um, well, obviously Game of Thrones does it, but also uh, Last Week Tonight does it. Yes. Which is hilarious because it's, it's a topical show. And then, like, a year late, you get to see John Oliver make fun of a bunch of stuff that was, like, in the news a year ago. So, I don't know how that works out, but that's the model that they have. And I can see Disney sort of doing something similar. I wish they would just tack onto a service I already have. But, like, I spend a lot on Hulu. I really enjoy Hulu. Yeah, well, I ne- good news. They've got a, they're buying a giant stake in Hulu, right? Oh, no. Is that right? I think so. I thought they've got because they own ABC, right? Mm-hmm. And I think somebody's getting out of Hulu. AT and T wants to get it. Uh, this is a bunch of American business stuff that I follow, but yeah, don't welcome, quote me. I'm welcome not to the fold. Yeah, exactly. So AT and T has a big stake in Hulu, but I think they want to get out, which would give Disney the opportunity to buy more of a stake up to, and that would give them fifty percent of Hulu. <laughs> now. That may work out for you, right? Like if they if they connect Hulu and this Disney thing in some way. That would work for me. Like if the Disney thing is an add-on to Hulu? Yeah, I, I maybe, had the CBS you know, app, but that was like, what did I get that for? I can't even remember why I bought that. I think my wife did for something. And, it, and like I never watched it. I mean, they had the Star Trek on there. I watched a couple episodes yeah. and said, okay, get to stepping. Um and if well, why not use the infrastructure that Hulu already has and build on that rather than roll yeah. your own? But you can't have your own destiny if you don't roll it yourself. Yeah, the other thing is Disney through ESPN or something that they either they own the MLB at bat guys who do streaming for MLB like all the live games. They oh, do that's the, powerful. Believe the NHL. They do like they have a. They have an incredibly powerful streaming platform somewhere under their organization chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh. Hulu is basically a conglomerate of companies come together to stitch something up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would be tempted to go with my own in-house technology experts somehow. Yeah. At least as guidance, you know? So, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's... I, at this point, I'm very much in a wait and see kind of mode. Like once Luke Cage got canceled, I was positive that everything was going to go. Uh, Luke Cage season two was pretty good. See, and I want to watch that. And I don't I mean, you know what? Netflix is going to have these forever. Get to it when you can. Like they've. I don't know see, do you think that's going to be the case, or do you think they just pull? Yeah, because Netflix owns these shows. They bankrolled them, or a big part of them. They oh. 
that these episodes will not go anywhere. See, they and that's – I think that's the part that bothers me the most is – and I think about it from the working man's perspective – is like you have an entire unit that has gelled and worked together yeah. to create this, and they don't have jobs unless they bring them all over to Disney, which, yes. you know, could be. But it really could happen, but Disney would have to buy out a lot more than just, you know, just take the crew over. It would need to buy, like, okay, we're going to buy your rights to all of these shows off you so that we can have them on our show. And so season four has the previous three seasons on it, I would imagine, what they would do. Like, I think there's a bunch of stuff that needs to, needs to be worked out in order for the continuity. Okay, and let me, let me, let me go down Sorry, this not road. To, not the... Not the in universe continuity, the continuity of business and most importantly, the jobs that these people have. Right. So I'm wondering, clearly Punisher, Daredevil are fairly rated R. Jessica Jones rated R. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are there Even any cages like video? Right. Uh, sure. Um, so is there a Disney movie and we're just going to use our brains for this. We're not going to use the web. Are there rated R Disney movies? I'm or, positive there are. Uh, E.T. No. Oh, rated R. Yeah. I think E.T. was the first PG-13. Yeah. One of them was. Well, that, I, well E.T. is the scariest horror movie ever made. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it put the fear in a six-year-old me. It was me. pretty spooky when we were young. It was like, kind of spooked me out. It was awful. <laughs> um... No, obviously not. But that hasn't stopped Disney from releasing R-rated movies under different umbrellas at other times, right? That's true. Like, did they have... At this point, I'm just going to be making shit up. Right, that's fine. Was Cinemax them? I don't know. They had... <sighs> the, like, there's other labels that Disney effectively owns that put out court, more quote-unquote mature. Yeah. Gear. I just... I guess I'm looking at... I'm, I'm trying to envision what does this streaming service look like, and I can't see... Um, you know, Silver Age, Cinderella, and then D, Daredevil next to it. No. It, it's not possible. Cannot happen. Will not happen. Uh, yeah, I would believe that, that, that those would probably be segregated. Yeah. I mean, there's even Netflix now has a kid section, right? That's right. So. So I guess. That doesn't a- mean they can't be on the same service so long as they're just segregated in a okay now you're in a kid section and you're not going to get stuff outside of this spectrum and if you do like hulu and netflix have done you've made users and those users have age uh silos i would i would guess that that that's a model that makes sense and it's a model that everybody else is doing so it's broadly this is the first time we've talked about uh future tech on on this show and uh i certainly do appreciate your input on this the fun conversation. My well, pleasure. it just it's good. It's it's interesting to speculate because it, it worries me. You know, obviously, yeah. you know, all these things are getting pulled back from us. Whether yeah, you yeah. like the new Star Wars or not, um, it's something we have to contend with at this point. Yes. Yeah. Well, so so <laughs> hey, there's two things about that. Uh, a, we are in a bit of a golden age. Yes. Uh, in terms of having this stuff on screen, I mean, we're roughly the same age, right? Uh, we, when we were kids, would never have imagined in our wildest dreams we would have this much superhero content in live action that was actually good and worth talking about. 
wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. I I remember the first time I read Daredevil, I was in sixth grade. My buddy came up to me and said, hey, you need to check this out. I was hooked. But never, I mean, and the next time I saw Daredevil in a live action kind of way was the, the Ben Affliction. <laughs> yeah. I did mean to watch that because I heard you and James talking about it. Like, I just haven't had time. I, I just couldn't do it. I, I want to, but I, I couldn't do it today. Yeah. I don't have the heart for it. One day. Yeah. Because I, I, I still think that there's probably good things in there. But it's amazing to me. I don't think everything has to be dark and gritty and brooding. Obviously, no. you know, for the, the old men and, 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 and ladies in, in, the, in the mix. But, no, but it works for Daredevil. Right. Well, at least like the Miller-esque style Daredevil, which right. is effectively I mean, how they write Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they, they obviously pick, the Punisher works for the Punisher. Yeah, they pick, they pick, and they pick really solid actors to do this. And I think that's where Marvel yes. has really hit the mark. Now, DC did it for for Batman, and you know yeah. Christopher Reeve's Superman, but. You know, yeah, Christopher Reeve just is Superman. That's it it really, yeah. he really is. I mean, as yeah, camp he fed as it back is, and like now that's what you see. It's always him. But, you know, I can't, I can't deal with rebooting every little thing. You've got to move the puck forward. You have to. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it would be a shame if they recast it, but I mean, uh, I would like to. I honestly, if I had my druthers, they would just bring out for the entire thing over to their new Disney. Mousecapades studio and the same production crew, the same production quality, all of the same actors. Just give him another shot. Um, during that move, take the opportunity to shake everything up and talk to the people and find out the people involved and find out where they think everything went wrong for what the shows that they worked on. Why not do Iron, that? Like Iron Fist, you know? Yeah. You stumbled for the first season and a half, let's say. Why? Let's learn something about that, and you know, maybe we do something different after. Maybe we just can you, but now we've got to pull a talent that can work on the other show somehow. I think for me, where Iron Fist, I really wanted the. I don't really care about Iron Fist, but as a kid, I always thought he looked super cool. <laughs> that you like that plunging V? I didn't necessarily <laughs> love it. But I could get yeah. behind it. I, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. It's because he looks like Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee was still pertinent. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of, honestly, like, I, I wasn't really, I didn't have a dog in the fight. But it would have been interesting if you did have this Asian American playing that character. I think, that, I, think, I think that's a missed opportunity that could have been awesome. I agree with that 100%. And I don't just think that that's PC casting no i, think I, that I, I honestly just don't mean better yeah like, i i think i think i you know brandon lee was our last hope and then he yeah. died and i yeah. think that there's got to be other opportunities that are there oh there's a there's a bunch of like, exactly you know, that could definitely do it uh, th so there was a bit of fervor about this when uh uh oh man what's his name got cast Danny Rand. Uh, Vinny. Vinny Delfino. Uh, I don't know. We can't look it up. I don't know. Whatever. Bob Ross. Yes. Whatever. No, no. Bob Ross is too cool for this. Yeah. Whatever. This guy got cast as um, Finn. Finn Jones. There it is. That's his name. Uh, got cast as uh, uh, as Iron Fist. It was a, because there are so many talented young 
capable uh, Asian actors that could have played the role. Um, like, there's a guy from the Highlands that's amazing. Anyway, there's just Highlands? Oh my god. This is what I get. When I don't prep for stuff, I have no idea what I'm talking Wait about. Wait a minute. Are you talking about the Canadian show Heartland? No. <laughs> no, no. Could be Darkland. I don't know. Whatever. I watched there's, it. That's all like, I'm saying. I, I know what the show is. Uh, Jake Choi. There's, I don't know. There's a whole bunch. I'm going to blank on them now. But there is a lot of Asian-American actors that could definitely play the role. And I think it would have made just as much sense for an Asian-American actor to get dropped off in well, like have his plane explode and end up in um, Shangri-La. Yeah. That's not the name, but it, Kung, whatever it's called. Yeah, we, we don't want to say it. It's fine. It's like, he didn't need to be a white guy. It's, it's the culture shock thing, and it could have been fine with an Asian guy. In fact, it could have been an even more interesting story. And I think they missed an opportunity with, like, Daredevil at season two became... I mean, it has become trope at this point, but became ninjas on stilts. And yeah, yeah. I think I, I thought I would like a giant ninja fight, and it's like you know what? Yeah, you, you you didn't. Sometimes you don't like eating all the sugar. Yes, too many ninjas spoil the broth. Yeah, and so I think they could have had even more martial arts and like really like fighting jujitsu kind of martial arts with. Mm-hmm. With that, with that show, and it could have been amazing, but they kind of overamplified the martial arts in Daredevil. Even though, again, this this fight scene, let's go back to it, is not a whole lot of martial arts. You know, Jeet Kudon kind of whip nope. snaps. It is just brutal beating. I mean, there's some kicks, but it's you know. We've we've kind of seen in reality that you can't do windmill kicks all the time. It, no, it, all fights go it, to the ground. Bits where he's like flopping around on the ground and just hitting a guy in the face. Yeah, all fights like hit the ground. Kick. It's it's a fact. Yeah, my favorite takeout is actually um, it's uh, in that nurse's room. One guy like he's on the ground and his head is against a metal barrier and his foot is kind of resting against that table. Uh, one of the bad guys is standing up and leaning on the table but he's sort of like standing up ready to beat the crap out of him. And um, he just kicks the table and it rolls away and the guy's head hits the side of the table on his way down because he's taking the support out from under him. Yeah. And it's like, that that is not a ninja move, but holy cow, that is amazing. Yeah, like and the, in, in that nurse's room... Awareness of your environment, it's a total kick-ass move. Yeah. It's a, des- it's a desperation move like because he's... He's prone. He's just screwed, and he's just flopping around, and he happens to do, like, a panic move, and it works out. It's amazing. And he gets up on the table and does a little side kick, and yep. and that was it. I mean, that's the only kick you're going to get. Yeah, that's basically the whole thing. Yeah, and he flops back on the table. He doesn't even land it like a ninja. He, no. he lands on the table and rolls off it, and he's all, like, kind of bewildered. It's great. It <sighs> is It is pro- one of the best fights we're going to see, I think. I mean, there's more and really fun fights coming up in this season, but uh, that, in terms of a hallway fight, they they, they blew put they a blew, stake in the ground in yeah. season one, and they they did an amazing job in season three. Yeah, they had that one in season two that was like a multi level fight through a hospital or something. It was know, almost they go into an see, elevator and they go. Yeah, like, see, this is where that whole season two thing and like the the excess kind of came into play. 
Right. And they just couldn't get a hold of it. It just it ran away. It's like, how can we just make this bigger? It doesn't have to be bigger. Exactly. And this season, they do not go big. They they keep it tight and it's it's close to the vest and it's it's mean and it's smart and it's really good. All right. So does Bullseye have a kung fu Yeah. Hashtag deadshot. (laughs) Um (laughs) hashtag not my daredevil. Um (laughs) did I have to wonder if they're gonna have a rock'em sock'em time because there's nothing out there that would make sense to me that they would get into fisticuffs. It would be more of Matt using radar sense and dodging all of Bullseye's stuff that he might throw at him. Okay, well, hypothetically... Hypothetically. Let's say Matt had uh, radar sense and it was dodging everything. Mm-hmm. How, would he, how would he beat him up? How would he win? Yeah, see, it's like you, you're completely on defense the whole time. Yeah, he has to close. He's got to turn the lights off, but you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, like Matt has to close to finish him. Basically, yeah. The other guy has to retreat in order to try to get Matt at 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 his advantage. The only thing that I'll accept is Matt will get beat hard, and his dad in the in the back of his head will say, "Get up, get up, Maddie," and that I'll accept that. I, I you can do that any time, and I'll accept it. Yeah. I can't actually remember that happened. How how great is uh, D'Onofrio as the devil on Daredevil's shoulder? Well, Matt oh, that whole the whole the imaginary kingpin. The imaginary kingpin oh. is amazing. <sighs> that is just a brilliant narrative device. It and, just works perfectly. We get to see more of Vincent D'Onofrio without having to uh, have scenes with him that don't do anything. Every scene with the kingpin moves something it does something there's always weight to it but that means that you can't have scenes with him just hanging out but this is a mechanism through which you can right like he can just be in the background being menacing yeah always shot in a blur and it it works really really well i i'm i think very fun what was what was curious about that in particular that i was was the idea that he was like are you going to come kill me and I wasn't ready for that because I thought more of like Matt seeking justice, but it's with him throwing off the mantle of being Matt Murdock, which I think will then return and just being Daredevil. I still don't see Daredevil as a murderer, even in a revenge kind of way. Right. Unless he gets yeah. him, it gets him into a triangle choke and just, and just puts him out and just turns his lights off. But, yeah, I don't think so either. But, um, that's a that's a ninja sneeze. Yeah, excuse me, Matt. I'm making this with pain in the ass for you to edit. That's fine. Um, I, oh, I, I don't I'm not going to cut anything out. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. I don't think uh, I agree with you. I can't see Daredevil or Matt Murdock becoming a murderer. I do think that Matt at this point, is in a position where he is trying to psych himself up to become one. Ooh. He's fighting his, his Catholic upbringing hard, right? He's, God doesn't exist. I am devil. Somebody thanks God, and or somebody thanks God at one point. And there like, is... God, God yeah. didn't help you, I did. Like that. Right. Like, 
Like he's definitely fighting. Oh, what is a, like a core characteristic of his, right? So, guy, what have you thought about Maggie? Uh, I, I, Maggie is one of the best additions to the show. Okay, she's great. I, I, she's I really yeah, I wasn't ready for it, and I fell in love with that. With and with just and again over what two episodes we get full character arc and. Yeah. You know, she melts for him a little bit, and yeah. Puts yeah, and it's the the angry nun. Nun is such like a a stereotype, but it she plays it well. It works really well within the uh, the confines of the plot. Uh, her relationship with um, uh, the father. Uh, what's his name? Peace. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to forget his name. Mc McDonald. Whatever sure. his name is. I don't know. Like like the way that they get along. All of it is just so so brilliant, so well done, and it gives um, it sort of fleshes out Matt's relationship with the church in in a nice way without without him having to do a bunch of exposition or about him having to do uh, like show up at church all the time. Uh, well, obviously because he's in the church, but the fact that when he's down and out and dead on that beach, and he just asks to be taken to the church, and the way he's fighting it but yet still accepting they're caring for him. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, it's remarkable. I think they've done a really good job. At that show. Now, I, I wasn't expecting the cliffhanger that we got, which is obviously Matt being stuck in a cab. Yeah. And yeah. it they, goes they off. You. you thought he got out of that prison alive. <laughs> yep. Which, again, amazing. I wasn't even remotely expecting the way in which that shook down. I don't think prisons work that way but no, again i'll accept sure it they don't. yeah exactly because i think when things go on lockdown it's kind of let the chips fall where they may well i'm really pretty sure you don't just yell open the gate open the gate and yeah. you let some dude out pretty sure that bit doesn't work yeah. but whatever yeah uh, uh i i i, I don't I even i can't even potentially have a have a prediction for this except for he's a little bit beat up does he get out himself I kind of feel like somebody's going to help him, but who would that be? It it, it can't be anybody that, that we've seen already. So I, I stick, but isn't stick dead? Yeah, that's uh, why I said it. Uh, yeah. Dick, asshole. <laughs> Though honestly, stick needed to die. So did ah, Electra. He 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 ran his you know he ran his race. Yeah, fine. It's yeah. fine. Season two, over and done, closed the books. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you've got a lot of great episodes coming up, and uh, I look forward to hearing you talk about them. Because well, honestly, like, I know you're a huge fan of uh, our best friend Deadshot, and uh, right, gets even better. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good villains. I'm doing it on purpose, by the way. I'm yeah, good villains. Well, hashtag not my daredevil. Okay. Um, hashtag guy is wrong. Um, <laughs> the I'm 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 looking forward to bringing some of you back to let's let, so we can we can see what these realizations came came to fruition. I hope we can yeah. do this again. Yeah, I would I'd love that. I'd love to talk to James too if we could mix that up. Yes. Other, I'm sure there's going to be other great people on the show. So. Well, it's coming soon. There's two things. I've got Jason Snell has agreed to come. Oh. 
and he is going. You got the kingpin. Yeah, kingpin. Yeah, he's going slow as well, which is exciting. And then there's a complete exercise in experimentation. Our friend Tony Sindelar, the Golden Boy. Oh man, he has not watched any episodes. So I have. I'm going to pick an episode. And he is going to come in completely cold. Wow. That's like, uh, that's hardcore. That's like dropping Batman in a straitjacket into it. I know. Shark-infested tank. It's very exciting. So there, there yeah. are things on the horizon where I thought we were just having small conversations. So much drama has <laughs> unfolded outside of the MCU that it's been nice just to have these one-on-one divergent conversations. Yeah. yeah, we liked the episode. It was great. But yeah. what else is going on? Right. Yeah, I, I enjoy that, too. And it's, you know, always fun to catch up. Right. And this episode, to be honest, that fight scene was remarkable, and you must go watch it. Uh, the plot did move in this episode, but effectively, the, this is where the match hits the kindling and shit gets lit on fire. Uh, I don't know if we need to spend 45 minutes or an hour talking about what happened in the episode. So I'm glad we got it out of the way. We, we said what I think what needed to be said about this particular episode. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think it was great to talk about all this stuff too. Right. It's important. And that's what the, yeah. they, the kids love it. Or if they don't, they've skipped. Yeah. But they love you. So they want to hear that. <laughs> well, that's stupid kids. Yeah. Well, they're all meddling anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah. No accounting for their taste. Well, what can you do? Uh, they're 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 all watching uh Takashi six nine now, so I don't even know what that is. Yeah, don't look it up. Okay, I won't. No, no more no more tip. Yeah, that's a pro tip. <laughs> all right, ladies and gents, I wanna thank Mr. Guy British. I mean Guy Spanish. I mean Guy English for joining me. It's been too long. Very it much has. too long. It has. But uh yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. But, uh I'm gonna send you your uh Number one Deadpool fan T-shirt. Oh, I I just got a Deadpool rain, uh, rainbow with a uh, unicorn T-shirt. I was pretty happy. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> you can get yours Man, at Kohl's. Man, like these character names are just so they're just so generic, like shooty shooty stuff. You know, yeah, Deadshot, Deadpool, Bullseye, whatever. The Bullseye character is cool. It's the code name is kind of just like. See, you just said code name, which just made me think of G.I. Joe back in the day when Snake Eyes first came Snake out. Snake Eyes, yeah. God. Snake Eyes fits into that same pattern, though, right? Yes. Yeah. He said, like a ninja, like the, the name sounds kind of cool in an 80s kind of way. Right. Yeah. No face. Yeah, exactly. A, a timber That's wolf. what you need. No face. <laughs> it's perfect. It That's perfect. why you have to have masks. You have to. You must have a mask. Yeah. 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 No mask. No, no entry. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, that's it. Cutting it now. We'll see you next time. <laughs>